Welcome to the Gather Round Podcast, the podcast all about summer camps. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Clark. And I'm your other host, Emma Clark. On this episode, we have two incredible guests, Claire Singer and Carly French, here to talk about their experience this summer and ways that they've grown as leaders. Welcome back from that short little break. On this episode, we have the Waco, Texas residents, the diehard Baylor fans, and two incredible stone-skipping legends. These are our dear friends, close colleagues, Claire and Carly, Baron Crocs, Beagle and Smeagol, the women of many different names. Thank you guys for joining us on the podcast today. Oh, thanks for having us. Oh, we are so pumped. (laughs) We have been waiting to do this episode for how long? Like at least two weeks. Like 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 a month. (laughs) We've been like brainstorming this thing. I think when we brought up the podcast idea at camp, we had the two camp directors in mind, and then you guys were the next people in line. So wow. having you guys on this podcast is absolutely an honor. Oh, I'm honored. <laughs> Me too. We, we admire. I admire you too. Absolutely. Much. Oh, so kind. <laughs> we admire you too. <laughs> so sweet. Too kind. <laughs> so why don't you guys tell us a little bit about your jobs at camp this summer? Am I going? Uh, you got it. Uh, okay, I'm Claire, or Bear, when we're at Redwood Camp. And I'm serving as our program lead at both locations, so my job doesn't change, a little different from Carly. Uh, So as program lead, I'm overseeing a lot of what's going on in our all-camp assemblies. So at our elementary school camp, that's called Victory Circle, and then junior high and high school, we call it Forum. So worship, any skits, uh, at high school camp we had a speaker, um, any of that stuff going on, so overseeing the band and AV. Uh, and yeah, that's the majority of my job. Yeah. Sweet. She, she makes all the, all the things run smooth. True. The playlist. The playlist. Yeah, I make a lot of camp playlists. How many playlists did you need to make for the summer? (laughs) Like an insane amount. Yeah. Probably 60. (laughs) She needed one for every single meal, every single activity. Yeah. Yeah. Things here are very intentional. That's a big word that we say a lot. And so it was literally like. Tuesday morning breakfast, <laughs> what are the songs that just really say breakfast on a Tuesday morning? <laughs> yeah. You can't do no repeats of songs? No repeats of oh songs. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you the, would just see her with her headphones in and she's just jamming yeah. and then she's looking at the lyrics <laughs> and the song. Yeah, a lot of lyric checking. It's true. DJ Claire. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to hear DJ Claire. Yeah. Well, you, I do already hear it. Yeah, you, you heard it for some Hear it all summer, yeah. yeah. The summer right. of DJ Claire. Carla, what's your job? Oh, that is a great question. <laughs> well, okay. At Redwood Camp, my job is primary specialist. And at Ponderosa, my job is lodge specialist. And that's because I was hired for Redwood Camp um, to be a primary specialist, which that is, um, the primaries are a second and third grade program. So they're the little kids. Um, and I just kind of oversee that and just lead games um and just any activities that they get to do uh, and also just kind of oversee the counselors um but at ponderosa we don't have primaries we have middle school and high schoolers so there's not really a job that correlates with that so my job at pondy um which is lodge specialist that i'm kind of the backstage manager for all of the skits so claire and i worked very um closely together hand in hand um, I got to sit behind <laughs> backstage for every single forum. Yeah. Got with my little binder with the script, and I got to 
go through the script and tell people when they go on stage. Um, and then just kind of got things together for forum. And then I also, um, at both camps, run crafts. So at Redwood Camp, I run the craft shack. And then at Pondy, we run the craft room. Um, and then also at Pondy, I just kind of oversee the whole, like, lodge area because our camp is, like, centered around a lodge. So I just kind of oversee all the buildings and the rooms. Um, and I got to lead all the fun meals. So that was fun. And that's, do some trivia. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. The craft shack is where I've... Uh, Spent more time than ever before. Her new love for lanyards. Yeah, this this lady just taught me all all the lanyards, so I'm very into it now. I'm bringing it to the bank when I go home. A little lanyard series. Yeah. She's going on Etsy, so keep your eye on Etsy. (laughs) (laughs) So one thing that we talked about in our last episode was just the combination of Redwood and Pondy, and now that's called Super Camp. And how for some people that was like ideal. They applied for Super Camp. Some people did not apply for Super <laughs> Camp. They wanted to work with Redwood Campers or Pondy Campers specifically. So which camp and which job did you guys originally apply for? Um, okay, for Super Camp, I originally applied for Redwood Camp. Um, that's because of Bear and I, or Claire and I, both on <laughs> staff at Redwood Camp last summer. Um, and so I knew that I wanted to come back and do Redwood Camp again. Also, I'm an elementary education major, so little kids are my, my jam. They're my favorite thing. (laughs) Um, so I came back to work at Redwood Camp, so I applied for primary lead. Um, and hearing, hearing the news of Super Camp was definitely very interesting because I heard it through Bear. So we, because we go to the same school, we're involved in all the same things. And one night we're like at our campus ministry and she like comes up to me. And she tells me the news, and I just was, like, in disbelief. I was, yeah. like, shocked. My jaw yeah. was dropped. She thought it was going to be, like... I have a photo like, of it. It's so funny. Yeah. She <laughs> thought it, I told her. Oh she thought gosh. it was going to be, like, the best news ever because we'd get to work together, which, yeah. like, is so fun. But also, yeah. like, hearing that I get, like, only a few weeks to work with, like, the little yeah. kids was yeah. very, very sad. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So I applied for Redwood Camp, but Super Camp has been so fun, too. And I liked my job at Super Camp, too. Yeah. So you like got your job and an extra one. I did, yes. So I applied in October for Redwood Camp, got the position like end of November-ish, knew that I was primary lead, and then in March found out they were like, oh, oh we don't have a primary lead, we think that Lodge would be good for you. And then I learned what Lodge was like yeah. a month and a half, two mm-hmm. months before camp. Mm-hmm. So. so you had a good chunk of time where like Redwood was already it, planned. Yeah. yeah. Like, you were already living out your dream yeah. as, oh, as yeah. Red Wings. I was Prime, talking yeah. to friends who knew the, like, old primary leads, and yeah. I was like, what do I do for oh this job? Gosh. Like, yeah. I was ready. You were researching, doing, yeah. doing yeah. what you needed. Oh, Dang. yeah. Interesting. Dang. All right. Claire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, like, Carly Croft said, we worked together at Redwood Camp last summer. We were both counselors. Um, and at the very end of that summer our boss had asked if anyone was able to stick around for an extra week because they needed help at family camp. So I was one of the people who stayed for that extra week. And during that week, I was in the youth program at Mount Hermon's family camp um, and met Kelsey, who's one of our bosses, and got really interested in youth ministry. Honestly, that was the first time I was around it because I didn't grow up in church. And so thought it was so cool. So I made the decision at that point that I wanted to apply for Pondy. So I actually was someone who worked at Redwood, was going to apply for Pondy, and did. So I applied in October, too, and then interviewed and was basically hired to be silt lead, 
which is Campers in Leadership mm-hmm. Training, mm-hmm. which is a program that Mount Hermon has for high school students where they can basically be like little assistant counselors, super fun. And so that's what I originally applied and was going to do. And so when I heard about Super Camp, I was so excited because I was sad to be leaving my friends at Redwood, mm-hmm. but it was kind of a step of obedience of wanting to work at Pondy and feeling called to work there. Um, program lead is not something I would have ever applied for, uh, because it's a big job and I, especially stepping into a new camp, I had never been to Pawnee before or worked Mm -hmm. there. Um, when Kelsey offered it to me, I was shocked. I was like, are you looking at the wrong name (laughs) on your list? Are you sure? Yeah. Um, so that was huge feeling trusted with something bigger than I would have signed myself up for. Um, Yeah. 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 So Something interesting. Oh, let me add this thing. <laughs> yeah. My, I can confidently say my biggest regret in life was not staying that extra week last summer because I feel like I heard so many cool stories and I was like this close to staying, but I was like, oh, I'm gonna go home like have a week before I start school. No, every day I'm like hearing about camp, hearing about them at conference center. And I'm like, this is the most no, tragic though. thing ever. I could be holding babies right now. <laughs> So if you're ever offered an extra week at summer camp, we're here and just do it. (laughs) Don't, don't say no. You gotta, don't question. So just for the viewers information, uh, Carly French, how many children do you want to have in the future? (laughs) I just feel like that's an important piece of like, she's going to talk about babies like 30 times in this podcast and it's kind of like, it's it's already happened and like, One of the first things she said when I met her was how many kids she wanted to have, oh. which to me is an outrageous number, but I want them to hear it from you. Okay, let me explain before I share this. Please. My favorite shows growing up, 19 Kids and Counting, <laughs> oh, classic, gosh. and let me explain why in a second, and Kate Plus 8, and John wow. and Kate Plus 8. Great. Let me first explain to you about 19 Kids and Counting. Um, <laughs> I love that we're talking about this. Chipmunk and Michelle Duggar have 19 children, right? I know the whole order. I know the song. I know everything. I started watching them at 14 kids and counting. Wow. My my one little... My no, you one, did it because their first episode was 17, 14, 17 children 14, and pregnant again. 14. We'll look this up later. Okay. <laughs> let me, let me, tell, you, let me tell you the yeah. scary part of the song. When I was in like 5th grade, maybe 6th grade, I started... The Duggar fan page. Okay. Oh, no. My, no way. My oh, Instagram my fan page had about 60,000 followers. I'm not joking. No. I still have it to this day. It has lost very, very, very many followers. Oh let me gosh. let me show you anyway. I'll tell the viewers. Oh, my god. Currently, we're at um, uh, 39,000 followers. That's wow. still so That's good. Insane. But I haven't posted since 2017. Whoa. So it's been five years, but I've just The I've retention just rate. It. Wow. So yeah. that Same. is my explanation of I love 19 Kids Accounting as a kid, and I love Kate Plus 8. So if I tell you in this current moment, I hate, no, I hate odd numbers. So I will not okay. have an odd number amount of kids okay. or odd number family amount because Disneyland rides and also odd numbers are just itchy. True. Wow. So kids, I either want six kids. So I would want like maybe four and adopt two or I want six of my own and adopt two to make eight. So six or eight okay. kids. That's, that's okay. the goal in life. See, okay. I feel like your hatred of odd numbers is such a weak thing to base 
having six kids on. But <laughs> as soon as you, life. as oh, soon as you said oh. the Disneyland thing, I'm with you. Like yeah, I totally sure. get it. Can I explain one more thing? Yes, please. I have a theory. I'm sorry to all the viewers watching this if I offend you in any way, but I truly have a theory on kids, numbers, and families. Where are we okay. going here? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if there's one kid, I just like I just can't get behind it because I just don't want the like single child to feel lonely. You know, like yeah, all of the course. things that normal. And I'm just like, yeah. So that's my reason why. <laughs> okay, sure. Two kids. I don't like how you're even with the parents. Like, no, that oh, really. Just, oh, you want to be outnumbered. I want to. Well, hot yes, take. and I don't yeah, like the yeah, like. If there's only four of you and there's two kids and two parents, then there's obviously gonna be one kid and one parent are the duo, and the other kid and the other parent are the duo. I just that's feel like true. that happens a lot. Yeah, I don't does. like that. Yeah. Number true. three, if you have three kids, you're like trying to be fancy, but like you're just not. I'm sorry to all you. <laughs> wow, <laughs> dang. I, I share this all the time. I'm sorry to the dinner. Half families of five, but like three kids, like you're really trying, but it's not working. Also, you can't. A suburban just doesn't make sense for your family yet, oh and I want to be a suburban mom. Okay, okay. Like, live in the suburbs and sure. drive to the suburban. Sure. For sure. And we have four kids. I am one of four, so there are six of us in my family. Shout out French family. We're really cool. Um, I think that four. You know, you're getting there. You're you're just you're almost there, but you're not at the tippy top yet. You're like trying to be cool. Five. My mom has is one of five. That's really cool. Love the number five. If I liked odd numbers, I'd have five kids. No. I don't like odd numbers. So we go to six, and then we're the Brady Bunch. Oh my gosh. Wow. I'm just throwing in the eight, though. Just in case. Just, yeah. Anyway, wow. there you go. She wow. also, what she's not telling you is she has all their names picked up. I do, but like, I cannot share. No, she can't. Someone's okay. going to take them. Yeah. Keep it a okay. secret. Oh, can I share one more thing? Please. All of my siblings and I, we start with the letter C. Oh, because my parents' names, sorry parents, spilling your names on, on here, their names are Brenda and Dove, and so in between B and D is C. Aww. So okay. all four That's of sweet. us start with C's, wow. so I want to do some sort of legacy. I, re- I really like that. that. Future husband out there, be prepared. <laughs> he's listening for sure. Yeah, he's he really <laughs> is. Oh yeah, this is, this is how you'll meet, is through this podcast. Oh, yeah. I really appreciate that my, my one comment about children led yeah. into that tangent, because yeah. Me I know too. you a lot better now. I can talk about kids for so long. Oh, I love them. <laughs> and this is why she works at a summer camp. <laughs> True. With the second and third graders. With the yep, second with and third graders sec- specifically. Yeah. Well, shifting it back to camp a little bit, maybe. Um, you guys both talked about how you applied for one thing and then Super Camp kind of threw that off, which is something that Emma and I needed to talk about before summer started. And something we really stressed with the counselors was the sense of feeling inadequate um, because a lot of people were looking forward to working with, you know, 17 and 18 year olds. And then all of a sudden they started off their summer working with second and third graders. Uh, did you guys ever experience that? And if so, like, how did that change throughout the summer? Did you guys like feel more prepared or did you already like come in like, OK, if Kelsey believes in us, like we can do it. How did that feel for you guys? Uh, I think initially when we were getting hired, I remember the moment Kelsey said the words program lead to me and I thought that she was not thinking straight. I didn't know what she was thinking. <laughs> um, just felt so like honored to, that they would think that Carolyn and Kelsey would think that I was capable of that it was mm-hmm. just crazy to me. Um, and what I said to her was that sounds like a lot, but if you think that I can do it, then I trust you. And so that's kind of how I came into the summer. Um, And we started at Redwood, which is, like, my place. Right. Been here before, 
know the drill. And Redwood Elementary Camp is, things are a little simpler, you know? Things are a little lower tech. Rustic. Things are a little rustic. rustic. Things are a little rustic. And we so, love it. We love her. Love it. But that makes it, I think, simpler in a lot of ways. And mm. so I felt pretty good when we started. Um, there was a lot to do to plan for two camps. And my yeah. job was very fret heavy. Mm. In terms of, like, I would say most of my work was in the first two or three weeks of camp. I was, like, around the clock prepping things. (laughs) And now as we're, like, kind of closing out the summer, I have a lot more free time to spend with campers. Um, So I really love that first Redwood week. Things were a little crazy, but they were fun. I felt in control. I felt like I could handle things. And then when we made the move to Pondy, that was my learning curve week. Of, I had never been to this camp before. All of a sudden, I was running forum, which is essentially like a church service right. with a yeah. play. With a, yeah, play. Right. <laughs> with, <laughs> we with have theatrics. worship yeah. and one scene of a play at every forum and a speaker. And there were all these like little specific things and traditions. If you've ever been to summer camp, you know, like things are done in a very particular way. Right. Just over the years, picking up different traditions. And I didn't know any of them. <laughs> and so all of a sudden I'm walking in and people are like, all right, and you got to turn the lights off at 47 seconds. And I was like, what is going on? Yeah. Um, so I had a yeah. really tough seconds. first couple days uh, at Pondy because I felt like I just had no idea what was going on and didn't know how to, like, I didn't know anything about an AV booth. And then all of yeah. a sudden I was supervising the person in the AV booth. <laughs> Right. So that was crazy. That was like, I don't know. It's one of those things yeah. I look back and I'm like, I don't know how that happened, but somehow it did. I think the Lord just was really all over um, that time in a lot of ways. Of There was a lot of prayer. There was a lot of like, Lord, I don't know how to turn these lights on, so you're going to need to help me turn the lights on. And then somehow right. the lights would always turn on. It's crazy how that happens. But yeah, I think I struggled initially with feeling inadequate and such a sweet lesson that I learned in our first week at Pondy was like the Lord has called me here to help and work for this ministry he doesn't need me Mm -hmm. it's not like oh your certain qualifications are the reason you're here having like a heart to want to serve camp is why I'm here and he'll Mm -hmm. figure out the rest of the details um so that was a cool thing to learn uh, in a camp setting that I don't think I would have learned if I was anywhere else this summer. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Snaps I, for that. Yeah, that was good. I. <laughs> yeah. It's really interesting to hear your perspective because you guys spent like all of Forum backstage and Emma and I spent all of Forum like standing by the doors in case anyone needed us. So like hearing that you were like, you know, confused and like trying to catch up with all these traditions, like never even crossed our minds because of the way like forum was portrayed like everything just went so smoothly like kids reacted to the skit to worship to like what the speaker had to say and so like it's really cool to see like where you were coming from and like the work that the lord did and like you know he like did everything and like everything went well and like lives were saved like no matter how much we knew which i think is like really cool and just to hear like your heart behind it of like 
I'm going to do whatever God asked me to do, but like, I can't do everything is like incredible. And I think yeah. that's really cool. I was panicked the entire time. I would say inadequate is a very great word to describe <laughs> my thoughts going into this summer. That is because, okay, we take it back October. We I'm back. back. We're back. Yes. We're back. 2021. Fall. 20, was it 20? Oh, yes, it yeah. was. Fall of 2021, October 1st, applications open. I wait like a week or two. I'm like, I'm going to take some time. Can't come on too strong. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. And I was still like, what am I going to do this Fashion summer? Am I going to counsel? Yeah. Do Fashion. I want to be on leadership? So I apply. For primary lead. And at the time, we didn't have a camp director for Redwood Camp. Okay. Right. So, I got hired by an old camp director. Great person. But I got hired by him. And he was like, oh, just giving you a heads up. Like, I'm not going to be the director for the summer. I'm just here to hire you. And I was like, okay, great. And then in, like, January, February is when um, Caroline got hired for Redwood Camp director. So, I never talked to her until... Um, she well yes it just never worked out like we didn't get the email about super camp until march so march mm-hmm. is when we like finally connected and i got to learn like what my job at pondy was and so i felt very inadequate hearing that news because um they kelsey and caroline they hadn't known me at all they hadn't mm-hmm. met me so they just they gave me a job without like really knowing who i was and so i got mm-hmm. really scared because i was like how do you know that i'm prepared for this job mm-hmm. But now looking back on it, the jobs are, like, pretty similar in a lot of cases, especially with, like, crafts um, and things like that. So I came in and I was like, I have no idea how to do this Pondy job. I, like, was scared just in so many different ways. So I definitely felt inadequate. Um, and I also felt inadequate for Pondy because I was a Pondy camper. Um, but I was scared going into Pondy that I would act like the camper more than I would act like the leader, which I remember talking to Pinocchio or Emma about this. Um, I am a, I'm 20, but I act like a 12 year old a lot of times as my dad tells me, or just a high schooler. Like either way, I act like very young. 14. 14. Yeah, that's a good number. My dad tells me I'm 12, but we'll say I'm 14. 14. Uh, And so I was like, if I go into Pondy with high schoolers and junior hires and they're playing fun games with capture the flag and all these night games, I'm going to want to join in. I'm going to have a hard time being like, oh, right. I'm here to watch. I'm here to help. So I was like, this is, I was very scared to go into Pondy mm-hmm. as a leader because I was like, I just want to like be in the game, be in the camp life. Like I want to hang out with, I was scared that I was going to become the campers like friends rather than like their like mm-hmm. counselor, or, like mm-hmm. person to like support them. Right. If that makes sense. Um, but similar to Bear, our jobs were very heavy in the beginning at least for Pondy we spent our training weeks just like sitting um, up at conference center at their little like ice cream shop just like sitting outside of it for just hours ordering skit costumes on Amazon and um, just like ordering games and supplies and all the like different craft things and we were just like this is so much work how are we gonna like do it all this summer but it's been really nice because like it was very heavy at the beginning and now it's kind of like mellowed out so that way we're able to like Hang out with the campers more, yeah, which is fun. But fun. yes, definitely felt very inadequate. Not also not really knowing what my like job implies because we both worked last summer at Redwood Camp, but it was day camp, and so campers didn't yeah, spend the it night. Wasn't, it was an overnight. Yeah, they got there at seven thirty in the morning or eight o'clock in the morning, and they left by five. So we had never experienced a traditional like summer at camp with like kids spending the night and having them twenty four seven, and like last summer they would go home every night to their parents. And so it was like, 
we, I felt very nervous to go into the summer mm-hmm. and also like lead so many people on staff but like we hadn't experienced a full time at camp either mm-hmm. so it was like a weird balance to like decipher between yeah totally so you both have mentioned running the skit at Pondy one of you was at like front of house and back of house but here at Redwood Camp <laughs> But as, uh, as Jacob mentioned, um, you are our Beagle and Schmeagle. Yes. And uh, where, where, where do those names come from? What does that mean? <laughs> well, first, I, I, yeah. I am Beagle. And I am Schmeagle. We are the seagulls. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel so honored just to hear that yeah. intro, yeah. like, one-on-one. Oh, can we, yeah. should we do it fully for you? I mean, let's, let's yeah, hear if it. you're up for it, like... I mean, I'm always up for it. Oh, well, we'll just do the little, little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's hear Give Oh, my taste. goodness, Schmeagle, we've been so rude to our new friends. We haven't yet introduced ourselves. Oh, how embarrassing. Well, well, you go first. I am Beagle. And I am Schmeagle. The, the Seagulls. And, and this, this is, is our perch. That's all the love. Yeah. <laughs> we do... So I try good, my best so to do the snow. Australian accent. Yeah. But I cannot really <laughs> accomplish it. I practice with my roommate every night. Yeah, she makes it work. But, you know, it turns a little Scottish... Yeah. Sometimes. Okay. Yeah. It's a, anyway. yeah. Same ball. So, so who are Beagle and Schmeagle? Yeah. Beagle and Schmeagle are two very funny, talkative, easygoing seagulls. Okay. They like bounce off each other. Right. They're just very like energetic. The names where they came from. That's a great question. You know, they sound like seagulls. <laughs> they rhyme with seagull. Yeah. 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 Ye
at Pondy. So will you guys explain those two skits a little bit more at Pondy? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So at Pondy, uh, there are two skits, which, okay, when I heard skit, I think of like cute little, you know, it's kind of improv and it's a little skit and there's little characters. These are plays. I think they deserve <laughs> true, odd true. I think they deserve yeah. the word play. Yeah. Um, we call them <laughs> skits, like within our schedule and everything. But so basically at Pondy, there is one scene or one act from each skit performed. Um, there's one skit that runs in the morning. It's called the real life skit. And then a skit that runs one little act every night that's called the program skit. And those two skits are always connected in a fun way. Mm. Um, the program skit is typically tied more to the theme of the summer. So our kind of under the sea theme this summer. Um, that was our program skit. And then there's always a real life skit, which is uh, a storyline and plot and characters that are set in a more normal world, um, which is cool because it gives campers the opportunities to connect to either. If they're more into fantasy and fun stories, they really connect with the program skit. And if they're more like, how does this apply to me? Uh, campers connect really well to the real life skit. And this year, the skit's connected in a really fun way, which is revealed on Friday. Um, of A character in the real life skit had been writing a comic book throughout the whole a week and we find out that the story that she's writing was the story of the program scale. <gasps> so it was like a big <laughs> dun, 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 <laughs> moment which was fun so and nice. so uh, Carly and I got to help with casting yeah. all oh. of the skits which was really fun yeah. and then Great everything time. from props to costumes to sounds to uh, directing all the scenes. Mm -hmm. Carly was backstage every single day with making sure everyone had their props and was entering at the right time. Let me explain Claire over here. Every <laughs> She is so buff now, guys. Her arms are like... Oh, she like, like, what are you talking she about? She is a mighty, going? mighty man. And that is because every single morning, literally I think every single day. Every day. Yeah, every, every day except for one. Every day except for one. A couch was needed to be on stage, okay? A couch, among other things. Benches, bean bags, a kitchen table chairs so many okay, a kitchen table an entire kitchen table with a tablecloth with plates and chairs. with a whole dinner we had a dinner scene and yes. every day every morning in the morning. at 9 a.m <laughs> i'm like going in the huge camp fridge trying to like throw together a dinner yeah but so <laughs> no many deal. different yeah, no props deal. okay and there claire had just taken it upon herself that she well so let me explain this couch needed to be there for the skit in the morning. And then it had to be taken away for the nighttime skit. Couldn't so, be there. Couldn't be there. Right. Not allowed on stage. So she would have to lift it and take someone with her, lift it, bring it up the stairs from our staff lounge, up the stairs into the forum. Down the stairs on the stage. Correct. And then after this skit at the end of forum, she'd have to do the whole process all over again. I lifted that couch, which I'm so thankful for Claire, because <laughs> while part of my job, too, was props, she did a great job with the couch. I only had to lift it three times, and every time, I would just complain. I'm like, my hands are slipping, as we're, like, going down the stairs, and she'd be like, do not put it down, do not put it down, that'll make it worse. I'm like, they're slipping, they're slippery. Find out later, I was holding it the wrong way. And I, it just, so never again will I carry a couch. But what, me, yes. What I feel like needs to be clarified 
is I never carried the couch by myself. That is correct. It really sounds like I was carrying a couch by myself there. No. No, I would always get a friend or someone to help me. But um, it was a heavy couch. We had sore arms after my first day. Oh, yeah. So, but, yeah, once you put it down, you, like, do the, right. like, oh, I need to take a break. No. Worst no, idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Space oh, yeah. did you ever help bear See, the couch? I never helped with the couch, but... You guys would always move the couch during time alone. Oh, that was so true. like the whole camp is absolutely silent. Kids are like spread out, reading their devotional, reading their Bible, and I would just sit there and watch as you silently move this hefty couch up the stairs and into forum. Oh yeah. And it was probably the best part of my morning. Oh, that I'm so like, glad. Do we have a running count of how many times you moved the couch? I think by the, so by the end of it, so many people knew, like, okay, it's the morning, Claire's going to be moving the couch, that I would get offers to help. Wow. And so if two people offered to help, I'm not touching that couch, right. you guys can do it. <laughs> right. But, well, my favorite sure. thing is that we'd have, like, a lot of churches would come to Ponderosa and, like, bring their, like, church leaders. And I swear, so many times, I would just see the church leaders from different churches across California be bringing in the couch. And I'm like, where is Claire? How did she get in this couch? Oh, yeah. You gotta just walk up and be like, hey, does anyone really want to help? And of course they want to help. And yeah. then you just carry a couch. Servant. I'm doing I'm the math in my head right now. I've almost got it. Keep going. <laughs> my, you're doing the math how many times do you think I carried it? Yeah, because we did four weeks, I'm which is 20 days. I'm gonna right. guess. 18 times 2. 26. A day. Well, if it, was, it was, if it was four times a week, then it would have been 32. Eight. Bring it up and bring it down. Right, so it'd be 32. Oh, guys, I cannot count. <laughs> My guess is 26 of those were me. 26 to 30. Oh, I was three. So <laughs> was two thirds. Two thirds wow. of the time you were the one doing it. Yes. yes. Which is incredible. Yeah. So you guys were literally like all things skits all the time. So what was like one of the best parts of doing that? And like what was one of the hardest parts of like, you know, it could be like casting or like people out sick, but like. What was the hardest part about working with... Let, let's remove the word skit. I like it. Play. play. What, was, what was the hardest part about putting on the play? Oh, oh. I can go first. Go for it. <laughs> There's a few few challenges. But I would say the hardest part for me is that I have to sit back... Or my job is to sit backstage. And so I am just sitting. I read the script. I like tell people when to go on. So for four weeks straight, I heard the skit. I never watched it. <gasps> oh, oh, wow. That's so sad. And so... Once it got to week four, I'm like, okay, I know, like, what's going on. I, I know these lines off the top of my head, but I've never seen them play out. So, like, oh if gosh. anyone ever got sick, I could never step in because I don't know how, what the stage the staging, presence looks like yeah. or anything like that. And so, finally, week four, I, like, go through the script, and I'm like, okay, this is a scene where if I tell them when to go on stage, I can run back around all the way to the front <laughs> of forum, and I can watch for a split oh second. Word. And so, it was finally, like... The last night of our program skit, I had never seen any part of it. And I just run to catch, like, a minute of the skit. I was like, I just want to see what the characters look like. Oh I've never seen them act it out. Yeah. Um, so that was definitely a challenge because they'd be like, oh, Carly, like, does this look good or does this look good? And I'm like, I have no idea. I've, <laughs> I've never, never seen, seen it, it play it. out. <laughs> like, genuinely no That's idea. Wild. Wow. But also casting was very hard. I feel like we, just because there were so many people that we were like, oh, my gosh, you could be good for so many roles. Uh, but also, like, so many people on our staff were just phenomenal. So it was hard to, like, choose because also you don't want, like, one person to have multiple roles. Right. Yeah. And also, like, there weren't that many spots. But we were casting for three different skits. And we casted based off of, like, a night of improv that all of the staff did. So good. And we're, like, Which sitting was over hard because you had to imagine how someone would play a character 
you didn't have like oh they got to read the scene yeah. so it was it took a lot of imagination to put it together yeah uh i think my favorite thing about working on the skits i did theater in high school i was like a big theater kid nerd like that was my stuff <laughs> nerd alert um <laughs> And I'm going into my senior year in high school, and it's been a while. Like, senior year in high school, holy <laughs> Yeah, well, I was like, wait, not, not currently, <laughs> right? Story. Like, you gotta, I wow. said high school, I was thinking high school. College. I'm going into my senior college. year in college. Go, I'm 21 years old, people. I am not in high school. And um, <laughs> haven't done any theater in a really long time. And I thought that was something that I just kind of left behind. And didn't even know when I got hired for this job that it would involve overseeing uh, skits or plays, and neither did the people who hired me. I didn't is... know that was... Wait, really? No, Kelsey had no idea. She found out, like, a week in the camp that I had, like, done theater my whole life. Oh, I thought you meant that your job includes plays. Me? I just... <laughs> oh, no, I was on the same page as Claire. I also actually did not know until the summer that Program Lead runs skits. Sorry, right. continue. So, I think that was just a sweet, like, little surprise that God had in store for the summer, was that I would get to kind of step back into, um being involved in theater stuff, which was so fun. So I would say my favorite thing about the skits was we have a lot of people on staff who were cast in the skits who had no experience being on stage or being in a play. And that was so much fun because I got to watch as people grew in confidence or like I remember asking uh, one of the leads in the program skit to be in the skit and she was like what do I got like five or six lines <laughs> I think she had 230 yeah. lines oh or God. something like that and I remember those like first rehearsals where she was so scared and she just like stepped into it so confidently and we had a bunch of characters in both skits of people that were a little more nervous and I got to watch them become more like self-assured throughout the um, weeks at camp and getting to be part of that was really special yeah. so that's probably my favorite part of getting to do the skits, um, was casting them was like watching oh, people pressure. grow throughout like being in the skits. Oh yeah, um, I was gonna say because casting was hard. Casting was hard. It was hard too because we felt like it was very hard because we were also casting ourselves, <laughs> yeah. um, nice. which was an interesting thing because we had Beagle and Schmiegel and we were like, okay. Who could be Beagle and Schmingle? There's kind of a regular tradition that it's someone on our support staff. And so we were like, okay, who's like a little pair that would be really good at it? But also we kind of knew that we wanted it. Yeah. Like, we would have a really fun time at it. But we also didn't want people to think that like, oh, they're casting the skits. So they're going to pick themselves as like two kind of big roles. Right. We also didn't participate in improv night. Correct. Because we were watching and taking notes. Right. And so I was like, let me think about the possible perception of this is that they didn't even do improv night. They people just get it. Like, people find out that we cast ourselves in the skit. I remember being so nervous about that, and we told both of our camp directors the night that we were casting, we would be open to doing it. We don't want anyone to feel like we're just picking ourselves to be in these skits. Mm, right. And they were like, you guys are crazy. No one's going to think <laughs> yeah. that. I swear, I'm right. sure people That's do, funny. though. It always terrifies me. Uh, yeah. But my hardest thing about being involved in the skits. I would say, Jacob, you mentioned someone getting sick. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> One time. Yeah. Oh boy. So this was, I don't think, by the time the week was over, it was one of my biggest joys of the summer. But I remember, so 
it's picture this, okay? Picture this, podcast listeners. <laughs> it's a oh, wow. a Friday yeah. morning at Ponderosa Lodge. Mm-hmm. We're about to do the real life skit, and my good friend Carly French runs up to me in the booth, which, as you've heard her say, she is backstage. So the fact that she's even up in the booth is concerning. So she runs yes. up into the booth, and she goes, Claire, uh, the girl in our one of the leads in our real life skit, Elisa. She goes, Claire, Elisa cannot speak. Mm-hmm. And I said, what? <laughs> she cannot, oh like, gosh. her voice is gone. She cannot say a single word. And I remember thinking that she was being dramatic. Yeah, but I was like, oh, it's fine. She'll be good. Like, not right. she was being dramatic. I thought Carla was being dramatic. Yes. And I was like, she can say, like, two, no. She this only girl, had two Not lines. a single word. She yeah. could not say a single word. She only had two lines that day. Praise oh the gosh. Lord that yeah. it wasn't yeah. one of her other days where she has, like, 50. <laughs> But, so we sat there and we're like, okay, like, she needs to walk on stage and the other character needs to Mm -hmm. kind of say what she would have said. And we, like, rearranged the whole scene so that it made sense and had to, like, tell the actors at the last Mm -hmm. minute, here's what you're going to do. And we made it work. And so that was my chaotic Friday morning. And then I would say Saturday, Saturday's our day off, is when we kind of realized that our dear Elisa was going to be out for the week. Yeah. Was not going to be at camp at all for that next week. She was sick um, and wouldn't be able to be in the skits. And so Saturday, Carly and I kind of looked at each other and we were like, what is going to happen? <laughs> what mm-hmm. is the plan? Yeah. Um, and, and the plan is Claire Singer. The plan was, <laughs> we thought about it. We did. We were like, who could step into her part? It's a, it's a big job. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a big role throughout the real life skit. And I talked with Kelsey, our director, and was like, I mean, I've been to every rehearsal. I've watched, like, I know this skit inside and out. I guess I, I like, I think I can do it. And that was like, we didn't know for sure if she was going to be gone. And so Carly all weekend, we were off. We were like at the beach. And Carly's like, Claire, learn your lines. Learn your lines. <laughs> you need to sit down and memorize your lines. And I was like, oh, we don't know for sure if she's going to be in it. Like, yeah. she'll probably yeah. be fine. That's so dramatic if I sit and don't hang out with my friends and learn these lines. <laughs> and, then <she's> <laughs> and then Sunday night, 5 p.m., I get the official, no, like, at least she's on your insight. Yeah. Um, and that was like, that was just crazy. How yeah. many lines did you know at that time? Probably none. Yeah. Zero. yeah. I knew, I had I heard the yeah. skit so many times, but I didn't know, like, the cues yeah. or what yes. someone would say before. Right, for And sure. so, yeah. yeah, that was a wild week of, I never rehearsed a scene with everyone in the scene. Whoa. That's, no. yeah. 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 We would just kind of, I was, like, learning it in the leads meeting. I yeah. was learning That's them. I would yeah. have, like, one time I had one of the health techs, like, rehearse with me <laughs> and, like, read every character. And then every day we just get out there and do it, which is, yeah. I think the Lord works powerfully in all areas of life. But there's something about camp where he just comes through in crazy ways. Like, the fact that we never had a major mess up that week just has absolutely nothing to do with me learning my lines 20 minutes before. Yeah. Well, my favorite thing is she, Claire is so prepared that, so my job backstage is like, there's a day where she would need to come on stage with two Pop-Tarts on a plate. And so I'm going back there, I'm getting the Pop-Tarts ready. And I walk 
backstage. She's got the two pop tarts. They're sitting on the plate. They're by the front. She's ready to go. I was like, yeah. wow. Stepping into this Claire job. Claire Singer, she's everybody. Already, yeah. Wow. wow. Taking over it all. But yes, shocked that there was no mess ups. There was no. It flowed smoothly. Yeah. And that was our last week of camp. Yeah. So it was like. They had all done the skit three times before Claire was just stepping in. She's like, ah, wow. Okay, here First we go. First and last, yeah. And it was all being recorded. Yep. No other week was recorded. Oh, yeah. Yes. They recorded it for, like, the camp archives. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That, that, was was a, yeah. that was a lot of pressure, too. Yeah. Is, yeah. oh, my gosh. Like, people are going to watch me mess up for years to come. If I... <laughs> and, the counselor, <laughs> and the counselors were watching this skit for the fourth time, and so they're like, oh, my gosh, who is this new person? Yeah. Right. And the counselors all know it, so I think it was also like they'll know if I mess up, yeah. right? Because they've seen it so many times. And the girl who did it before, like who had been doing it all summer, phenomenal, Amazing. so yeah. good. And yeah. so it was interesting to see like how Claire did it versus how she did it, like how they enunciated different lines, and, yeah. Like, how they expressed different parts of it, it was so True. interesting to hear, even backstage. And there's like a yelling scene that Claire has with another person. <laughs> yes. And I just hear her scream it, and I, like, pull out my phone to video it from backstage so I can <laughs> hear it in the future. Oh, so true. Cool. Yeah. My, to my future yeah. kids. To my... <laughs> oh, all eight of them. All, all eight, eight yes. of I'm them. I'm pretending like I'm rocking one right now. She yes. is. She yeah. is. So, I feel like, you know, that makes me think about, like, the speakers at Pondy. So, we don't have camp speakers at Redwood, but every week we would have a different, like, pastor or youth pastor come to Pondy and speak. And each week, the speaker was extremely different from the last Mm -hmm. and each week the kids connected to that specific speaker which is like just classic god working in that kind of way but i also felt the same way about the skit you know in a lot of ways it was like wow we lost elisa she knows her lines like we're in a rhythm this is week four the kids have been connecting with her but like you came on stage and like carly was saying you did it so differently and i felt like the kids that week like needed it that way like you took things like a different (laughs) angle you like emphasize different words and like not for a second did I think oh wow like I wish we had Elisa here it was like wow I think the kids are like really getting something out of that which I think is really cool and was something that like I love to watch um and I think just thinking about how you guys are both like leaders and we're all on the leads team, which I think that's yeah. something we forgot to mention. Yeah. <laughs> but as this summer like started, what was something that you guys wanted to embody as leaders? Like it could be a word of like, I think for me, my word to begin this summer was I wanted to be available. And like mm-hmm. it, you know, we talked about this, whereas like, it could be a 4 a.m. hospital run for a counselor or like a late night phone call to help with a homesick camper. But like whatever it was, I just wanted to be there to help the counselors this summer. And so is there like a word or a phrase for you guys as the summer has started and, you know, comes to a close? Um, that's such a good question. Wow. I feel like that's so true for you, too. Like I would say you're very available. Thanks. Oh, always around the help. Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> you see Spaceman everywhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. You turn a corner, he is, he is <laughs> there. Wow. Ready um, to go. It's a small camp. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Redwood is very spread out. Yeah. True. Part of us that it's really just like a little lodge, oh, like one like main right. lodge area. Redwood camp, oh, you got the zip line all the way over there. Getting your steps true. in. 
Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, our step counters at the end of the day. Check them every day. Yeah. yeah. Right what are you at, Carly? Only twelve thousand three hundred twenty. Only twelve thousand six hundred and thirty. See, I that's why I'm saying I'm at everywhere. seven point nine. Mine miles is going to be day. embarrassing compared to theirs. I'm only at eight thousand. Hey, mm. that's okay. She also did round. Wow. Spaceman doubled my steps. <laughs> I get wow. around. I'm hey, I get around. Twenty nine flights. <laughs> sure. That's pretty good. Okay. You got your work. Our Ooh. I don't know that I have a specific word, but I think I had kind of like a vibe or feeling coming in. Um, camp is unique in that, like, it's a workplace, it's a community, it's fun, but it's also you want to be professional, and, like, there's a lot of different dynamics that go into it. And one thing about that is being on the leadership team doesn't necessarily mean that you're older or more experienced than the people that you're leading. So I'm, I mean, all, most of us here are college students or like just recently graduated and there are people on my team that are older than me or that have worked more summers than me. And so for me, I came, I wanted to come into camp like carefully that I wouldn't come in as a leader who's saying, okay, you need to do this, you need to do this. I'm going to tell you what to do. Um, but leading as a peer and leading mm. by example yeah. I think was the way that I felt about it, especially because I had never been to Pondy as a camper or a staff member. And all of a sudden I found myself in this position with a lot of responsibility. And so, yeah, I guess peer is the word that I thought of there. Of mm. like, I want to come in humbly. I want to come in asking, mm. what are your favorite things about when you were a camper? Um, or what's something that was really special to you? How can I implement that? Um, but still being, like, a voice of reason or responsibility. Because mm. at a certain point, someone has to say, like, all right, guys, stop talking. Like, we got to practice the skits. <laughs> right. But I found that that was easier to do once I had established, like, a rapport of we are on the same team. I'm the person with this title for the sake of organization, but not because I want to boss you around. Yeah. So I guess that's how yeah. I feel. Good that's words. good. Yeah. Totally. Do you have any thoughts? Everyone. I'm an Enneagram 7. If you cannot <laughs> tell letting us know. 7 wing 6. I'm shocked. Not that I know anything about a wing 6, but I'm a 7. And that means that I'm... Strong I'm 7. Strong oh, yeah. 7. For sure. I don't really know anything much about 7s either. But oh. I have a big personality, if you cannot tell. And I like... Um, let me just speak to the big personality. She is wearing a huge cowboy hat right now and turtles, socks, and Crocs, and... Yes, Just I am. Everything that screams yeah. big, big energy. Let Anyways, me tell you, I also continue. was not wearing the cowboy hat before this started. I had to run and get it. She needed it. Because it gives it me confidence. Start. Yes. <laughs> so I'm an Enneagram 7. Big, big personality. I like to. Is this the correct word? Assert myself yeah. into. Yeah. I just like to be assertive. I like to yeah. be a leader. I like to get in conversations. I like to just start up the combos. You know, I like to be the, be the be the mediator in a way. Yeah. Which I also that was one of my goals for the summer was to work on. But you know, that first training week, everyone arrives and I'm just like, What's your favorite color? What do you yeah. do here? What do you do here? Like I ask the table like one big giant question. Yeah, so during training week you were the I one who was that. the icebreaker girl, right? Yeah. yeah. I love I love to ask icebreaker questions. But I also my one fact about me, I remember first week our our camp director said, What's one thing that you want the rest of us to know about you? And it was that I am very outgoing and bubbly, but I love to have deep conversations. But mm. it like takes a while to like 
yeah. practice service. Yeah. I need to start <laughs> out having fun. Yeah. Like I need to be all, and then go deep. Anyway, mm. what was the question? I think we were talking sure. about what was something yes. wanted to oh, body yes, as yes. a leader. I get but I'm glad we got on the Enneagram. <laughs> yes. That was I had to explain that about yeah. the like assertiveness sure. type deal. Right. Okay, now let me get into my word for the summer. <laughs> my word for the summer, not necessarily in the leadership sense, but just my word for the summer. Because they had us write it down on a big like cardboard sheet. My word for the summer was present, to be present. Mm. Because in life and at camp, I tend to focus a lot on the future and like what's happening next. But I also knew coming into camp that I was gonna focus a lot on the past and I was gonna talk a lot about last summer. Mm. Just because like there weren't a lot of us returners and all of us who did return are like all very good friends for mm. the most part. And so we just had lots of like fun stories and just experiences that we had and also like not a lot of people on staff were returners from camp. So I knew that I was gonna get caught up in just like talking about the past and talking about like oh this happened last summer but then like no one else is really going to understand like what that thing was um so my word for the summer was to be present just in like I don't know I'm constantly thinking about like what's going to happen next so I'm like oh I need to like prep for this game or I need to like get ready for this or like oh my gosh I can't believe like we already get new campers on Sunday when it's like the Monday before like campers just arrived the day before right. like I'm already like thinking right now like oh my gosh next week's our last week like what are the, mm-hmm. what's gonna happen with the campers and all these things so as you can tell I'm working on my word but it's not really in my head yet <laughs> getting there working yes we're working there we're I've got a week and a half left I'm not, right. I'm not thinking about the pre- I'm not thinking about the future anyway so my word for the summer is to be present, not focus on the past, not, oh, I had a good word and I forgot it, fixate on the future. That's, mm. that's literally the word that I was thinking. Oh, that's <laughs> so cool. My parents are so proud of me. I was about to say, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Baylor yeah. education really Let's getting go. in my brain. Anywho. <laughs> Shout out to Baylor. <laughs> Shout out to Baylor. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad one. you said that. <laughs> we'll, we'll get a Baylor ad one day. Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll get okay. to it. Anyway, okay. word for the summer, be present. Just really wanted to fixate, such a good word, (laughs) not fixate on the next things in life. And I think, Mm. I hadn't really thought about how that applies to a leadership point, viewpoint. Mm. But I think now looking back on it, I didn't want to step into a leadership role and be like, oh, I like know so much because I was here last summer. I don't know anything. I walked through (laughs) this. I said, oh my gosh, the first, during training week, we like, they had all of us like on leadership stand up and get into little groups with everyone else and like do small groups. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I take my little small group up to the treehouse. I'm sitting there, I'm leading it in in oh, I got pasta sauce there, I got bonsai there, I got howdy and I got Totoro. If I'm forgetting anyone, I'm sorry. But they're sitting there and they are just word vomiting and they are just like scripture after scripture after story and it was like the coolest conversation I ever had. But in that moment I was like Oh, I'm not equipped. I was like, <laughs> I feel so good. I like am ready. Like I know what I'm doing, but I oh, thought so. that like these counselors and like this other staff, like I just was not expecting them all to like have this much like confidence and be like so deep in their face. Mm-hmm. So it was very interesting to be like, oh, okay, this is humbling for myself. Like yeah. I walked into this um, little small group to be the leader, and I felt like I was the follower in that moment because mm-hmm. they were just spitting yeah, off totally. of one another. Yeah, I don't know how I got to that. Hey, My thanks word for sharing. Is present. present. To be present. Thank you. Great present. word. Great I word. Love it. Thank you.
All right, so we've got two last questions that we want to ask you guys. The first question is, what is one sweet memory that you guys are going to take away from this summer? Oh, I can go. Okay. So one of my favorite memories from the summer was one that was kind of unexpected. At Pondy, we have uh, an activity for high schoolers called Open Mic Night, which is exactly what it sounds like, where high schoolers at Christian Summer Camp can sign up to perform any song, rap, dance, skit, whatever you can think of. Um, It's about as crazy and wild as you would expect um, because kids just come up with the craziest things. And the day of open mic night, uh, one of our bosses, Caroline, asked Crocs and I to MC and host open mic night, which I have never been to a Pondy open mic night. And all of a sudden, I find myself as the host of one. And it's would a great I be, honor. A, a great honor. The greatest. Would I be nervous and scared if it wasn't for knowing that Carly French was going to be up there with me? Absolutely, I would have been. Dynamic duo. But. Absolutely. But. Those um, are fake tears. Yeah, she was. If you, Thank you for Here in the podcast studio, Carly French is fake crying. Just so um, oh, gosh. But it was just so so much fun and it was one of those things where the fact that we hadn't prepared at all makes it more fun because you don't have time to get stressed mm, and so true. we just like got up there with some like fun jokes fun facts about each other it was just a really fun time mm. and then you have like two boys who want to go up and sing let it go and they don't know the words and so they're just like <laughs> oh yeah, going for so it um, or a girl did a Jake Paul rap Oh, Not to name drop Jake that. Paul on yes. this podcast, yeah, right but, now, but like, <laughs> I feel like you unlikely. guys need to know just how like absolutely unhinged some of this, um, <laughs> some of this open absolutely. mic night oh, was. was hilarious. So but good. like having to keep a straight face and then after every single act get up and like talk about how great it was, uh, regardless of how great it was. That's maturity. Oh yeah, that's huge. Yeah, so that was just really fun. We got to host open mic night twice, and I would say that will probably be one of my like. If I think about working at camp with you, Crocs, I'll think about open mic night together. <laughs> Our second open mic night, we did full matching outfits. So nice. we had cowboy hats, Mount Hermon t-shirts, and we black. wore like black pants. And then we had Crocs and silly socks, but we switched Crocs so that we each had one of each Croc. Yes, yes. and the bandana. And the bandana. Yes. It was really fun. Oh, yeah. My other, I have to add, my favorite thing about this open mic night. Number one, our boss, Caroline, was the one that... Um, asked us to MC open mic night, but oh, when open mic night is, it's her night off. So she never, she didn't get to see it play out, but our other boss, Kelsey did. And we weren't really necessarily briefed on how we run open mic night. So we were like, oh, it's a free for all. So we just get up there. We're spitting facts about each other. We're making it like it's yeah. the Claire and Carly show. And then right. like, the, the acts are like on the side. And I'm like up there. I'm like telling like a fun fact about Claire. And oh I'm like, I feel like I shouldn't be doing this right now. But I'm just going to keep doing it. I just thought it was so funny. It was pretty funny. It, yeah. I think everyone it enjoyed it. entertaining. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. The last I think one, we struck a good balance. We really did. did. Yeah. Of... It, Claire and Carly show, and also celebrating the campers. It's you, right. you I did. would like to. No, think no, so. no. It was great. It was great. My favorite was the second open mic night. I just really wanted ice cream from our fountain where we get ice cream from our little ice cream shop, and I just really wanted some ice cream. And so I was like, <laughs> "Hey, Claire, 
What if we like get ice cream, go up on stage, and like eat the ice cream like it's an advertisement? Yeah. So we <laughs> that did while a oh, kid was I like performing. That. Carly runs and gets ice cream, and so when we come back on to like intro the next act, we just like have ice cream. It was yeah. magnificent, yeah. marvelous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, marvelous. Okay, my oh, yes. turn. <laughs> Guys, mine isn't like a funny memory for once. Who am I? Let me set the scene, like always. Please it was. Do. Oh, my phone's being funky. I believe it was the July of 14th. <gasps> wow. The July of 14th. All right, I just saw she has a photo pulled up on her phone yes. because she was trying to think of fun memories. I lived through my camera roll. Lived through her camera roll, so she looked. So I just saw the photo she had pulled up because I didn't know what story she was going to share. <laughs> and I'm. Oh my goodness. Yes. Floor. So let me explain. <laughs> This summer, it is a little bit different summer with how, like, leadership is laid out. So this summer, Claire is my supervisor, okay? <laughs> I like how we haven't mentioned that this whole time. That's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it just doesn't feel like it. We're just friends. Right. But she's my supervisor, so I can go to her with any, like, supervisor things. You know, I always walk up to her, I'm like, hello, supervisor, and she hates it. <laughs> and I, and then she's talking about my peer leadership, and my yeah. best friend is coming up to me, like, hello, supervisor. <laughs> and then she's yeah. like, hello, supervisee. It's really funny. Well. Anyway, she is my supervisor, and it is it is a hoot and a half. And so, as my supervisor, she, like, you know, kind of works with, like, when my time off is. And so, we get, we're up at Pondy, and, like, usually it would be beach day, but then I had to start going to our, like, beach day, which is the best, because beach day is the best day of the week. So, (laughs) instead, yes, beach day, best day. Instead, I have received Thursday afternoon off, which I feel like they did on purpose, because Bear also gets Thursday afternoons off. The only two people on the mountain or up at our camp that had Thursday afternoon. I may or may not have done that on purpose. Oh, Oh, I didn't know! (laughs) I wondered why every time we had time off, I thought she'd want to nap and she'd be like, so what are we going to do now? What an intentional thing. Wow. So so kind. Well, Thursday afternoons were our time off. (laughs) I had something funny I was going to share and I forget. Anyway... So, oh yes, Bear doesn't have a car at camp this summer. I was just going to say that. I was like, maybe I just scheduled our time off together because I don't have a car. Tell me what you did. Well, who knows? Was I being a sweet, intentional friend or was I hoping for a ride Mm. to get food? We're going to have our first ever fight on the podcast. (laughs) Guys, we've actually never fought. Wow. Anyway, so she doesn't have a car this summer. And so, July 14th, we decided that we, on Thursday afternoon, we were gonna go get some food. We were a little, we were a little hungry in the food department. And I, yes. let me another. Oh, if we had had more time, we would have talked about first impressions. My first impression of Claire, I was intimidated. We're I still, still talking about it. I still, yes. Sometimes I still feel a little. I get a little intimidated. I wow. got a little scared. I'm sorry. I'm being brutal here, but in a good way. And so <laughs> when I'm around very, so I'm very go with the flow a lot of times. When in, when in normal life, I'm not. Like, I have an opinion, but I try not to express it. So I'm go with the flow. So Bear is like, I'm hungry. I want some Thai food. Mm. And I'm like, internally, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've never had Thai food. <laughs> <laughs> like, every time my parents bring it wow. up, I like cry. I like, oh, I don't want it. I'm oh getting gosh. into your car and saying, take me to get Thai food. <laughs> well, my You must be really intimidated yeah. by Because, her. yes, because I got in the car and I was like, mm, I want like an Ike's sandwich. I was like, oh, a sandwich sounds oh, really good. Yeah. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to try with that. Yeah. I'm like, let's get Thai food. <laughs> we go to our first Thai restaurant. They're closed. I'm like, oh my gosh, yay, no Thai food. <laughs> And then we Google more Thai food. We're like, oh, there's one wow. two minutes away. 
We should. I want documented that a hundred percent. I was like, okay, yeah, let's oh. go get ice. Yeah, totally. No, she was totally willing, but I was like, no, no, no. She wants Thai. We get Thai. <laughs> we go to Thai food. We mobile order it. I'm like, okay. Everyone tells me about pad Thai. It's like noodles, right? I'm like, oh, I love me some noodles. I take out the like tofu. I take out the mushroom. Whatever. I take out the stuff I don't like. We get our Thai food. We're like, okay, now let's go eat it. But we're like, I just could not imagine the two of us sitting in a restaurant together. That's so awkward. I would die. We would eat it. I would die. Like. Sometimes in life, we just, like, don't need to talk to each other. Like, we don't need to have a conversation. So, like, sitting in a restaurant would just be very weird. No. Right. So, we take our food, and we're like, mm, where should we go? So, we decide to go to a conference center at Mount Hermon, which is, like, the family camp. And we're like, let's go sit on, like, a little picnic table. We end up sitting on a little park bench. And we're just sitting on the park bench. We're sitting crisscross applesauce, staring at each other, eating our eating our pad thai. It was phenomenal. Best, wow. best food. Thank you. I was waiting for that. <laughs> oh, sorry. It I really circle. go for some pad thai right wow. now. Wow. Wow. That actually sounds really good. I think that's Time the biggest street. transformation that might have yeah. happened this summer is yes. Carly French loving pad thai, pad thai. when yeah, she used welcome. to cry about it. I even told my dad this week. Wow. I said, Dad, I love pad thai now. And he's like, oh, the veggies. <laughs> I just, because I love the veggies. Wow. Anyway, we're eating our pad thai. Oh, oh, this is the part of it. I didn't even talk. So anyway, normally in life, Bear and I, we like, we have lots of fun talks. We talk about, you know, school. We talk about life. Yeah. But we're not really like having just like normal, like talk, basic talks, you know, because we're not basic people. Right. We spend so much time together that the like favorite color, favorite food kind of gets skipped. Yeah. So this day we're sitting on the the bench, sitting crisscross applesauce, staring at each other, eating our pad thai. She's in a blue long sleeve sweatshirt. We are just having a good talk. We're talking about things that the podcast doesn't even know about. But we're having just... <laughs> sure, personal stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, you know. Just There's like what camp it. has been like and, sure. you know, the different, okay. just like things that have happened in the fun times and the struggles and the, just like life. Yeah. And it was yeah. a good, just like life talk. Hmm. And then we live in Texas. We go to school in Texas. So we really want... Um, just Sonic. If you've had Sonic viewers, listeners, you know just the <laughs> gloriousness that is Sonic. You had a tough day. You pull up to Sonic at like 3 p.m. Oh my gosh. And you get, oh. you order on the app. It's <laughs> half boosters. price. You half get price on the app. You get a Route 44 Diet Coke light ice for a dollar. <laughs> like, I you go in, you oh get your gosh. cranberry limeade Remove. slush. Oh. Just Whoa. Keep going. Wow. So that you get your cranberry lime and slush, yeah. you're feeling good. I recently tried the popcorn chicken mm, out of mm. this world. Sure. Out of this world. I also, <laughs> my mom is like a teacher and I'm going to be a teacher and I um, put her like school like email into my account so I get like teacher rewards all the time. Like, free any size shape. So I get the big one, keep it in my freezer for wow. a week, see what I want. I'm sorry. At anyway, Sonic. Bear and I in this moment were like, oh my gosh, we really want Sonic. So bad. Camp is on a mountain, people. It's on a mountain. The closest Sonic, an hour and a half. Mount Herman. Yes, Mount Herman. Mount Herman. By the name. Closest Sonic, an hour and a half. And we're like, oh my gosh, we really want Sonic. We're like, well, we're not... Clear. Bear, was, she was considering it. She was like, you know, we could go to Sonic an hour and a half. We'd get back. Well, we would still be on time off. We yeah. could make it. That's yeah. a three-hour trip for Sonic. Yeah. Three-hour trip. But like... I, that's justified. Worth it. But my car and gas mileage is awful. We're at 13 miles a gallon. <laughs> we are right in California. California. We're paying like six fifty for gas. Like, no. Yep. No, no, no. So we're like, no. We're like, let's go to da- uh, McDonald's. A McDonald's Diet Coke will suffice. Sure. Yeah, it'll so suffice. So we, we pull up back in our little town. We leave the mountain Valley. once again. We do leave our little mountain. 
to go to the McDonald's. We get our McDonald's Diet Cokes. We drive all the way back. We're practically at camp. And then we're like, oh my gosh, we forgot we were going to go drive around the other camp that's nearby. Um, and we decided that we were going to go drive around it. Take so a little we, tour. We need to take a little U-turn. We skirt around the camp. We're just enjoying ourselves. We see a deer. Maybe a, uh, wow. a doe. Maybe a female deer. Nature drive. Uh, yes, we love nature. And of course. we were just driving around. We were comparing this camp to our camp, but in very, very kind ways, you know. Just like, oh, their buildings are red. Yes, we're not like, oh, our camp's better. Your camp is bad. No, no, no. <laughs> None, of wow. camps. None of this. All yeah. camps. All camps. We're camp supporters. So it was just, it was a very core memory in my life because we had good conversations, sipping our Diet Cokes. We ate our Pad Thai. I'm driving us around. We're listening to the <laughs> tunes. And it was outside of camp, which I think is very fun because, you know, we didn't have to hang out outside of camp. I really wanted a nap that day. But instead, sure. we, got we, got we got Pad Thai. We got my Diet Coke. We just drove around. We enjoyed our time off on a Thursday afternoon. When in my life had I had a Thursday afternoon <laughs> off at camp when I'm supposed to be in the craft room and I'm supposed to be making certain lanyards? But instead, Diet Coke, Pad Thai, relaxing. Yeah. Wow. Core, I will tell the eight kids. It was a good day. It was one oh of those. Sometimes you have your time off and it feels like 10 minutes. Yeah. Sometimes you have your time off and it feels like two days. Yeah. That time off was like a vacation. Wow. Yeah. Because you know what they say a sweet friendship refreshes the soul. Mm. Um, mm. Snap. Snap. So yeah. That was like, they don't say that. God says that. But <laughs> I say Jesus too. from the Bible. Classic God. From the yeah, Bible. Classic yeah. God. Classic God. And <laughs> that was like a very refreshing afternoon. I remember that. Oh my word! I just, <laughs> I not um, only feel like I, you paint us a perfect yeah. word picture, but that is now my favorite memory from yeah, the summer. That, and I wasn't so there, you know. This is a core memory of that oh, core memory. I like right. specific you were. She goes. Claire's wearing a blue long sleeve sweatshirt. <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm really bad at telling short stories. <laughs> like really bad. Okay, oh before word. you segue into whatever's next, can I ask one really random question? Please. Just yes. I don't want to involve you. I don't remember. I don't like being the being assertive. I do. I really enjoy it. Wait. <laughs> I, but now I'm going to be assertive and hear your answers because I feel like we've talked so much. I want to ask you a question. Whoa. You can be really fast though. Wow. Favorite book of the Bible right here, right now. Whoa. Share with me the words of the, I almost said the gospel, but no, the Bible. <laughs> the, the, the Bible. Testament, wow. New Testament. What's the yeah. Bible? Mm. I just that's wanted to know. That's a great What's question. I think, yeah. I think for me, that's an easy one. First Corinthians. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think... Like, so many good things come out of 1 Corinthians, but I really got into it when I was going into my second year of college because it talks a lot about spiritual gifts, and I was so into spiritual gifts yeah. and learning about it. And I think it's 1 Corinthians 14 is, like, my favorite chapter of the Bible of all time. Dang. Not of all time, but top three for sure. So for Dang. me, 1 Corinthians. That's pretty good. I do like the fruits of the Spirit. Yeah, I am going to be super honest. So, quick little backstory. I've been going to church since I was a kid, raised and a Christian, love it, love God. But Bible, I've never, uh, I've always been terrified of the Bible, trying to sit down and read it. It's just a fat history book. I'm not so good at the history. I'm just like relationships. That's what I, what I love. I just want a relationship with God, with Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the whole trio. But yes, about a couple years ago, I thought to myself, Emma... You need to know the Bible. <laughs> you gotta know True. the foundation, the truths, where these things come from. And so, I there are 66 books of the Bible. True. I, I could list them in order. I have read about seven of them. You could even, you could even sing a <laughs> I could song sing about it. the I books of the Bible. I could sing two wow. songs about the books of the... Yeah, yeah. I know two songs sure. about the books of the Bible. Wow. 
And maybe a later podcast, I'll sing it for you. But <laughs> as, a, as an advertisement, as a commercial break. Oh, that's so funny. So, so I've read about seven to ten books of the Bible out of sixty-six. I'm working my way through them. Um, but I would have to say, in the Old Testament, I love Esther. Mm. Esther is so good. It's about Esther, and she is just like this amazing woman in the Bible. Full of just, like, unending faith in God. Like, she just does what he says with no questions asked. Mm. And, like, will come to him first before leading her people. Like, she led an entire, like, nation of people. And she's just a woman in the Bible. And they were not respected. But she, like, wow, she's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have a second favorite because I just got to share this. In John, John is in the New Testament. So I've got an Old Testament and a New Testament favorite. I think John is my favorite in the New Testament because it really goes into depth about the crucifixion of Jesus. And uh, get this, I read John for the first time a couple of years ago. And I was reading it like a storybook. So it's going through Jesus' life. He's doing these, mir- these miracles. And I know Jesus dies and he raises from the dead and he'll be alive again. But I get to the chapter where he dies, and I stopped reading for three days, <laughs> unintentionally. But I was, I was just wow. so, I was so sad that Jesus, the hero of this story, was dying. Yeah. Like, Maybe it's my favorite character. I know. <laughs> like that's how I felt. I was yeah. just like, oh my gosh, like he's like they're killing him for no good reason. Like there's no foundation for this. And I was like, Jesus, he has like. Why is he just dying right now? And it's like, I know the story. I know he... Like, this is life. This was 2,000 years ago, you know? Like, it's true. It's fact. It's not even just a a fictional story. And I was just... I was like Joey and Friends. I just had to hide the book. I was like, I can't read it anymore. (laughs) I can't know what what happens. So anyway, I love John because it's just like... Yeah, Hmm. John and Esther. That's a good question, Carly. Yeah, I like like that question a lot. Hmm. But we are going to turn it back to you, too. Oh. For our last question <laughs> yeah, of the podcast. Just, there was another. Oh, yeah. That's right. yeah. <laughs> the double there's, whammy. There's one more, and we love hearing from you guys. So, we're, may, you know, maybe there will be a part two. Who knows? We, oh, I would yeah. love a part two. <laughs> I would love a part two. <laughs> what if, what if Reunion? part two is we, oh, we yes. lead the podcast, and you oh, guys answer okay. questions like little, we're being I was going to say a little podcast takeover. Oh. Okay. Oh. But, oh, from, live from Waco. Live from Waco. Sick them. Oh my Stay gosh. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. So for our final question that we want to hear from you guys and answer is what does this fall look like for you two? Ooh. So we've just spent yeah. a whole summer with you both. Wow. But what is what is the... Uh, you, you, you can think of the future now, Carly, you can you can think. No, of the I was future. gonna say my word for the summer. Is I to know. Stay present. I'm now so I'm sorry. The oh my gosh. Just just I'm for just the kidding. next okay. a few minutes, you get to think of the future. Just vague. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. speaking of Waco, <laughs> Carly, I'm glad you brought up Waco because where will we be? Your favorite dynamic duo this fall? We will be in Waco, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Two right. girls from California that are like the most classic California Baylor girls, um, but. Oh man, we are going back to Waco and it is going to be super. So I'm going into my senior year of college and not high school, as I said earlier on this podcast. Um, Please don't get confused. Uh, So my last year of college, which is crazy, I'm studying social work and nonprofit marketing. 
so this year I have my social work internship, which I'm very excited about, um, at a high school outside of Waco. So that'll be fun. Uh, Carla and I go to the same church and volunteer at the same campus ministry, so we will still be spending lots of time together. Yeah, we're keeping that up. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That's my fall. Love it. Oh, I'm pumped <laughs> for the fall. I love the word pumped. I'm, uh, also, we'll be in, in nifty, nifty, nifty Waco, Texas. Sweet Waco. We are so excited. Um, I am not much education major, so, and I'm going into my junior year. So this means I start student teaching. So gotta be at school at 725 in the morning and it's a 30 minute drive. So the bummer is Claire and I's schools are opposite directions of each other. Both 30 minutes away. So we will be an hour away from each other. Which would have been perfect if they were the same direction. We could have carpooled. But alas. Gotten pad tie on your way to school. Oh, don't even tempt. I gotta find some good pad tie and wake up. Oh, I'll join you. Bangkok Royal. Oh, yeah. Mm. But yeah, so I will be... Student teaching every morning, bright and early. What grade? What grade? I don't know. I will find out this weekend. Okay. Wow, so that's exciting. exciting. Oh, I know. Wow. I'll be there every morning, bright and early. We're ready. That's dang. wild. Every morning? I'm doing two Monday days through Thursday. Oh, dang. Wow. Monday Friday, Thursday. I got no class. So <laughs> catch, me, catch me pulling up to, we can go to Sonic on oh. Friday. Oh! Sonic. <laughs> the joy of the Lord is my strength. <laughs> that's that's what, Yeah, well. Claire and I will see each other Monday nights. And more. But Monday nights for sure every week. Right. Yeah, we will. Okay. That's exciting. Well, I love it. that's all the questions we have for you guys. Thank you for being on the podcast. It was so much fun. <laughs> I'm already excited to like listen back to this podcast yeah. like six months from now and just reflect on like oh, us that's... sitting in this like one room building <laughs> as like our summer's coming to a close. So thank you guys for being open and vulnerable and for being on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank, Thank you, you guys for, for having, having us. <laughs> what an adventure roller coaster. Wow. Oh, this was fun. This was a really fun it's time. It's like the Giant Dipper. Shout out to the Santa Cruz Boardwalk. Yeah. yeah. What about this experience has been like the Giant Dipper to you? Everything. The twists and turns. The going up. The going down. The, the adrenaline rush. The adrenaline rush. What about you? Really quick. Oh, the thing with the Giant Dipper is... Every time, listen, we love stories. I've been on it a lot of times in my life. Um, and every time, you just never know how it's going to go. Oh, I feel yes. like I'm surprised True. every time I get on. So, you've been welcomed onto many different podcasts? No. This uh, is my first ever podcast. Mine too, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> but she keeps saying, oh, I'm not going to tell this story, and then she tells it. Um, <laughs> but. I think in a similar way to the Giant Dipper, I had no idea where this podcast was going to go, but I had a fun, great experience that I will look back on as being full of um, exhilaration. Is that a word? Yeah, Mm. there is a good word. Senior at Baylor. Baylor, Yeah, Baylor. Baylor. Come on, Baylor. Come on. Sick of bears all day long. Anyhow. So that's how I feel, is it was unexpected and joyful. High highs. Low lows. That's from our skit. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, love it. Well, tune in for part two coming in about six months. Yeah. Heck yeah. Live from Waco, Texas. Oh, oh that means everybody. Beautiful. Yeehaw. <laughs>